0: everybody we are back it is so wonderful to be back here with you all i hope you all missed the podcast as much as i missed doing it um it was a long it was a long week break but uh you know i was traveling so it was it was was necessary but i'm so glad to be back and we we got a great week this week so let me let me not hold it up let me get right into it we're gonna be discussing numerous things this week We're going to be discussing the ways that state government can help you. We're going to be discussing living without fear, realizing your true self, human sized bats, rodent sized elephants. We got a lot to discover, we got a lot to cover. So let's get right into it. Welcome back to Living with Will.
1: Thank you.
0: So really, the main premise of this week's episode the the cornerstone of it is going to be um about what can your state government do for you? I thought it was an important thing for me to touch on um, in the podcast and really with this episode, just because this is this is knowledge that I acquired, and uh, I think you know one of the main services of knowledge is to share it. You know they say knowledge is power, so I think it should be shared uh, like all power so First of all, it's important to know who's representing you. And if you don't know the answer to that question, there's no shame. I didn't I didn't know the answer to that question until I literally got a job working for the government, which I'm sure is a rarity. I'm sure most, most government officials and government employees know more about the government than I did. I, I kind of just got really lucky as far as finding myself in the position that I did. But, you know, they say luck is the intersection between preparation and... I don't even remember what the fucking quote is, but... Regardless of all that, I think it's important to know who's representing you. And if you don't know the answer to that question, like I said, there's no shame. Unfortunately, they don't teach us this information in school, but you can learn the answer to that question by just typing in find my representative and the state you live in into Google. And then by doing this, you'll be brought to a link that... You'll see one that should end in .gov, with, like, the state that you live in, so you'll know it's legit. And then it allows you to put your address in, and, you know, for the people who... Have privacy concerns you don't have to put your name you just put the address and the zip code that you live in you could put a, a fake address just as long as it's the zip code that you live in and roughly the area that you're in and that will allow you to find out who your assembly member and who your state senator is and the assembly member is, is essentially the state version of Congress I think it's interesting that they didn't change the name of state Senate they kept it Senate but they changed the, the Congress is assembly I don't know who made that choice but Regardless of all that, once you know who your representatives are, put their names in Google and, uh, you, you know, you learn more about them if you like, you know, you, all that information is public. So, you know, once you once you find out who they are, you'll, you know, do a little deep diving and you'll find out what their district and their capital office numbers are. And just, you know, before we go into that, the, the main differences between the two offices is that the district office is the area that you live in within the district of your city or your state. And the capital office is the office that they have in the capital of your state. So, for example, in California, state capital would be in Sacramento. So the capital office would be their office in Sacramento. The district office would be their office in Los Angeles. If, you know, for me, it was Los Angeles, but wherever, you know, you get the point. So at this point, once you have the information, you have their office numbers, you can call their office. And if you call their district office, you know, you can either get on the phone with a caseworker or a field representative. And the main difference is the caseworker's main job is to help you with issues that you're having, whether that be insurance or unemployment, DMV, issues with the city, etc. And field representatives, you know, will talk to you about legislation and, and bills and such that the representative is working on. If you call their capital office, you could get a legislative aid, or a scheduler on the phone. And uh, the legislative people can talk to you about the bills and the language of the bills that your representative is working on and reasons behind their voting. And then the scheduler can help you get a meeting with the representative. I'm going to say this as a forewarning, that trying to set a meeting with the representative themselves is going to be difficult. <laughs> These people are notoriously hard to meet with, with, uh, you know, common folk like you and I. So, you know, mainly you'll be in touch with their with their staff. And and these people are, you know, exactly who you'd want to talk to because they can give you a lot of information about your representative. Examples of this would be bills that they've authored, bills that they've co-authored, or bills that they've sponsored or may have opposed. So just ask any question that you have. They're, the job of their staff is literally to answer any question that you have to the best of their ability. And they might give you the runaround, but you know, that's that's important to know if they're not willing to answer you uh, openly you know, there might be there might be a problem there, right? So, and they can help you with a myriad of, of issues. So, if you're having any issue at all, I'd recommend calling your state senator or your assembly member and just ask the representative. Because at the end of the day, and I can't stress it enough, their job is literally to help you. And if they can't help you, they will recommend someone who can. Or at least they'll have more insight to how, ways that they can help you than I can. And we should all take advantage of this. At the end of the day... Our government officials were elected to help us is why we elect them and if they don't help it might be time for us to get them out. You know, so I think it's important for all of us to know, you know, I didn't know anything about government until I started working. There. I knew very little, you know, and what I really loved about working there is that I got to see the people that are on the ground working. And, and one thing that I will say is that the people who pick up the phone repre- re- for your representative are more often than not the people who care the most. You know, they're they're not getting paid an outrageous sum of money. These people are really working these jobs because they want to better the country and their state and and the world for the most part. And I was really blessed to be able to to work with these people and see them in action. So when you call... You know, try and be patient. If, if they're frustrating you, by all means, you know, um, manifest your frustration in any way that you see fit. But I will say, give them the benefit of the doubt. These people are, are working very hard and, and they want to, you know, for the most part, I can't speak for everyone, but I want to say that they're trying their best to make the world a better place. And even if you disagree with them, you know, uh, it's good to have those conversations. You might be able to change someone's mind. So I really recommend getting, you know, more informed about who's representing you and, Look, at the end of the day, we have a lot to work on in our country. And I think part of the way that we can all help is to become more informed with who's representing us, what bills that they've authored, what are they doing to help better our communities. And if they're not doing anything to better the community in your eyes, you know, it might be time for you for us to start lobbying for new leadership. You know, at the end of the day, there's going to be people who make history, people who watch history. We're in the middle of some historic times right now and i i think it's a great time for us to see new leadership emerging and i think we see that around the country you know um with the protests going on and people in the streets and people are angry you know um rightfully so and i think it's a really unique time for us to kind of take power into our hands you know power to the people at the end of the day so I really recommend everyone that hears this, you know, take advantage of the fact that these people are here to represent us. If you have issues, you know, go to them and see if they can help. But at the end of the day, you know, if you, if you want to become more involved with understanding how government works, it's a great place to start because, you know, that's what they're there for. They're there to answer our questions and they're there to, you know, benefit us. That's what the government is supposed to do, right? So I thought it would be a really nice thing to kind of touch on. And I'm going to include a PDF with this week's episode to kind of, you know, illuminate the things that I'm saying, and you know, I, I know not everyone's gonna have time to hear this episode. So I think that having it in written form will help some people. You know, take advantage of of uh, what the system has to offer us. It's funny with all the problems in the world right now, and just you know the horrors of the pandemic, and you know the disease of racism, and all these problems kind of coming to light to the world. Not like they didn't exist before, but you know, like people are finally paying attention. I. I've been thinking a lot more about mortality recently, and uh, I had a funny idea that I thought I'd show you guys. It's like a person's on their deathbed, so they call these spirit spiritual leaders to come to their deathbed at you know just seeking some guidance. And all the spiritual leaders come to the deathbed, but they just all argue while this person, you know, because everyone's has their own interpretation of you know the afterlife or what comes next or you know this that and the third. And I just thought it was a hilarious. Concept where they all come together, but like they can't find any common ground. So they all just end up arguing with each other and that you know, I think It's it's really telling of our of where we're at as a society, you know We can't find any common ground and it's not like, you know, people aren't trying to find common ground It's just interesting to me how like some people are just so steadfast with their ideas that they're like unshakable and So unwilling to listen to someone else you know, and sometimes it's not good to listen sometimes people don't have anything good to say, but I just think it's such an interesting time like it's such a wild time we're just we're we're living through history right now, and it's it's just wild, man, it's really fucking incredible and and sad and scary, but like you know they say it's darkest before the dawn, and I really do see I really do see us coming out the other side a, a stronger and you know more inclusive and brighter community for it. I heard a great quote recently that if you go looking for this, for the light, you'll find it. If you look for the darkness, it's all you'll ever see. And I think that, you know, that's so telling because a lot of people are just blinded by hate right now. And and I'm more so mean people that are like living through hate, right? Like we see this really progressive movement sparking and I don't think those people are living in hate right now. I think they're trying to create change from a, from a place of love. But we see these people, you know, like fighting for the Confederacy, which is, you know, yeah, they were literally traitors of the U.S., right? And we have people fighting for their heritage, right? They're like, the Confederacy is my heritage. But I don't think they really are. I think they're blinded by hate, you know? They're, they're unwilling to see. Maybe not unwilling, but they're just unable to see the error of their actions. And, and they're standing behind this, like, flag of hatred. And they don't realize why everyone's so angry at them. And, and I just, you know, it's just, it's wild. It's wild to see. Um, and I really hope that people begin to wake up. You know, I, I've been trying to kind of make my own voice more inclusive and, and bring these people in. It's really tough. Sometimes I just want to be like, fuck you. How do you not understand this? But it's like, that's not, that doesn't help anybody. You know, me, me just saying fuck these people and, and giving up on them. You know, that's a disservice to everyone, including myself. So... I'm really working on it, but it's fucking tough, man. It's fucking tough to look at someone who's just, like, so full of hate and anger and confusion, you know? Like, what the fuck? Are, what leg are these people standing on, man? It just makes no sense to me. You know, people, like, really struggle with putting themselves in someone else's shoes sometimes, and I just, I hope that I can find a way to reach people, man. It's... It's wild, but I'm really glad to have a platform where, you know, you guys can kind of, like, go through this learning journey with me, because, you know, if you go back to my earlier episodes, I'm I'm just angry, man, and, like, in the past, you know, like, trying to talk to other white people about ways that we can come together, I used to be so antagonistic and, you know, just fucking hateful, because I was like, you fucking idiot, how you not get this shit yet? But then I woke up one day and I was like, you know what? I didn't get this shit once upon a time either. So who am I? You know, that's that's a form of my own superiority complex that I think, uh, you know, I th- I was thinking that I knew better than I don't I don't know better than anybody. I just had the the privilege of, you know, powerful leaders, influencing me and pushing me in the right direction. And not everyone has been as has been as fortunate to me in, in, or as me in that regard. So. Just trying to make myself more inclusive in everything that I do, you know, include everyone at the table look at the end of the day, you know we all share this earth, so for me to you know draw a line in the sand and be like you can't you know then I'm as bad as them, like who am I to tell anyone you know anything I'm just trying to kind of shed light on issues and and hope that people will listen you know at the end of the day I, I can't be held responsible. I'm not my brother's keeper, but I really do want to be there for people if I can be and uh, and give you know give them space to, you know, say their, say their stupid shit. <laughs> so I can be like, look, I'm sorry that you feel this way, but at the end of the day, I, I got to tell you why this is wrong. And you can either choose to, you know, rock with me and, and hear what I'm trying to tell you, or you can, you know, spit in my face and call me an asshole, but at the end of the day, I'm at least going to try. You know, fool me once, though. Once, once I've tried, you know, once I've put my best foot forward, if someone still says fuck me, you know, there's not much I can do after that. But at the best I can do is try. And, you know, while we're on the topic of government, you know, I, I, I'm curious, to know, what people think, like, I'm kind of grappling with this issue of, can you change a system from within or do you have to change it from outside, right? Like, it's very clear to me that we need structural and institutional reform, right? Like sweeping reforms in all institutions and all of society. And, you know, that's a really daunting task you know, when people start hearing about abolition and shit and, you know, abolishing prisons and, you know, defunding police, people get really, you know, kind of perplexed. They're like, how the fuck could we achieve something like that? You know, imagining a world with, without policing is, you know, and without jails, is, it's such a wild concept for some people. And I, and you know, it it brings up a great question to me, which is that, like, First of all, can we achieve these things? I think we can, right? Like I can see a world where we, you know, have no have no jails and and let me say this, like as far as like violent offenders and stuff, yes, like I still do think that you know, obviously like actions need consequences. But the the caging and the jailing of people, I mean, we've I've gone over this in so many episodes at this point. It's like but it's just it, it, I it raises a very important question to me, which is, like, can we change the system that we have, or do we need a completely new system, right? And that's just, you know, it's such a crazy rabbit hole, because it's like, what, you know, where do we go from there, right? Capitalism is inherently flawed, so what system do we adopt? Because we've seen, you know, the catastrophe of communism, because, you know, these people that acquire the power every time don't give it up. Right? Like, the, the pure philosophy of communism can't work if the, you know, more often than not, it's a man who takes power, like, they don't give it up. Right? So communism isn't working. We see that capitalism isn't working. So, like, what is the new system that we adopt, right? And I could, you know, I could give you my own ideas for what we need, but I just, I'd more so want to just po- pose the question for people to think on that here This like, what system could we adopt Because what we have right now isn't working right. And it's just, I mean, it's... Fascinating is the wrong word because it's so diabolical what's happening. You know, and I'm speaking about my country specifically because I'm in the U.S. and, you know, I'm an American, but, you know, the world is flawed. You know, it's not like this is an American problem. Like, these problems are worldwide, right? These pandemics of oppression um, are not singular to the US so when I speak about these problems you know as as much as I want to pretend that it's only here it's not it's not you know so uh but I just you know I wanted to pose the question like where can we go and you know what are we doing individually to bring about that change because like now that we're all you know we're all paying attention we're all in it together it's like well what now you know what where do we go and what do we do and how can we make this world a more inclusive and beautiful place for all of our people part of what i think could uh lead to some lasting changes you know man it's so fucking crazy to like try and like put into words the, the things that i think could change the system but I think a great step would be you know like an end to this like charismatic leader that we've we've always had like you know the president is a beautiful thought but like like look at what one person with power can do right and like the beauty of us separating you know the executive from the legislative from the judicial it's like It's just crazy, man. Like, it's fucking insane. Like, I can't even begin to try and fathom a way that we would do this. But, like, imagine if we had, like, you know, multiple people instead of just one. Like, I don't want to use the word president because the idea of multiple presidents is, you know, a wild idea. But imagine instead of having one president, we had three. You know what I mean? Or imagine we had one president to represent all the people that are living here. So we have, like, a Native American leader, a black leader, an Asian leader, like... Latino leader, a white leader, you know, like, ah, these are just ideas, but imagine how much more inclusive things would be. Imagine if, you know, um, our courts and uh, our Senate and our Congress were evenly split in terms of gender and equally representative of race and class and gender and sexual orientation. You know, think about how beautiful and inclusive spaces would be if our leadership was as inclusive as our nation is and our world, you know? And and it, it, it comes to just, like, imagine if we had a world government. Imagine if we had no borders. Like, this is a time, in my eyes, for us to start thinking radically, you know? Thinking radically is what led to us being like, fuck the British, we're taking this bitch over. You know what I mean? The Thinking radically is what led to all nations being created. And all great change, you know, is radical thought. So, I really want to encourage people, you know, think outside the box. No, no idea is too absurd. You know, as long as it's based in love and not in hate, you know, like, fucking have at it, man. Like, let your fucking imagination run wild. On the topic of imagination, I actually heard something wild that, um... So when I say the word apple, some people will have the image of an apple in their head. Some people will see the word apple in their head. And I just think it's so interesting, like, the degrees of imagination are so vast and so different. You know, we're all so unique at the end of the day. And uh, I think now, now more than ever, like, let yourself be fully free in thought. You know, it's time to... You know, let yourself be outside the boundaries of what society dictates for us. You know, we're all great. All of us, you know, we all have greatness within us. We have latent powers that we're, I don't, I feel that we're not tapping into individually because we're taught as a society, you know, you got to do these certain things to live this certain life. And I think it's time for us to start thinking outside of that, you know, and that's part of the reason that I stepped away from the government. And into these creative endeavors is that I saw that I couldn't use my voice the way that I wanted to that there is a path for me that I needed to take outside of what was quote-unquote acceptable and you know start looking in and finding what truly makes me happy and what truly makes me you know live this life to the fullest and really get the most out of it you know it's it's, a, it's an incredible privilege for me to have those thoughts because some people, you know, like whether it be financial or family related, they don't have the opportunity to think this way. So if you're listening to this and you can be free in, in, in your thought and in, you know, your life path, I really recommend, you know, take the, take the, the leap of faith, you know, follow that, that fear You know, fear, it's a a healthy thing at the end of the day. You know, some some forms of fear are healthy, right? Like, you know, if you see a shark in the water, you know, not to swim towards it. But, like, if you have a wild dream that you've always put in the back burner, you know, you don't have to quit your job for it, but maybe start putting some effort into it when you get off work. You know, if you have the time, like, go for that dream. Or if you, you know, if you're trying to conceptualize a new reality or a, a new society, like, put some thought into that think about ways that we can change the world you know there's just i just want to push people that listen to this like really really put the thought into what you really want out of life because as we've seen in the news you know life can be cut short uh and i don't want anyone listening to this to you know reach their their days and, and be like well damn i wish i had done this or shit i should have fucking done that you know just fucking think about that shit take the time like if you meditate meditate on it if, if otherwise go on a walk and just think about it and you know do what you feel is right in life because it's never wrong even if it ends up not working out it was the right thing to do so i, I you know i just want to so weird talking publicly in like any medium it's so bizarre but I love it I love it and I hope that it's helping some people you know I've gotten some I really appreciate the positive feedback that I've heard and uh and I'm going to continue to you know keep using my voice and hopefully have some positive impact on on somebody in some way in other news I saw something recently that they discovered human-sized bats I don't remember where I read this but I think it's unbelievable that there are animals like that that exist I heard one time there was a story about an island where, you know, there was, like, small elephants and, like, like it was just some weird, like, evolutionary island. I don't know if there's any truth to it, but I really like the idea of, like, like, an Alice in Wonderland type scenario where there's just an island of, like, massive rodents and, like, small elephants and, you know, just, like, wildly different types of shit. Look, at the end of the day, whether or not these stories are real or not... And, and I'll do my research to find out if they are. I bring them up because at the end of the day, like, I'm a big kid at heart. Like, I'm I'm always trying to sustain this childlike wonder that I have for the world. And, you know, share my pursuit of happiness with, with you all. Because whether or not you... If you don't need it, you know, that's great. I'm so happy for you that you, you know, you don't need any additional affirmation or positivity in your life. But for the people listening that do, like look, first of all, you're amazing, and you're great. And, you know, I wish you continued blessings and successes. But I want to share who I am with you in an attempt to, you know, add to your greatness. So I was lying in bed one day, and I, I just kind of realized that I've been poisoning myself in so many ways, you know, with whether that be with substances, or self doubts, just self sabotage through all these different mediums. And, It was really because I didn't believe in myself and I was just full of self-doubt and, you know, eventually I just decided to let go. And, you know, I think it was Nina Nina Simone who said that freedom was uh, no fear, you know. And so as I work on this podcast, I realize more and more, you know, just how little I know about myself. But in the fact that I don't know who I am, I can't wait to find out. And, you know, that I don't know shit, but that I can't wait to learn more. You know, there's a there's a freedom in in understanding, you know, just how little you know about yourself, and you know the freedom of just letting go of doubt and just like trusting your path or your universe or your destiny or whatever way you want to internalize it, but just trusting that you know if you follow your heart and you follow your your spirit, that it's gonna lead you down the right path. And that's kind of how I just decided to live, you know, I just, all this extra pressure and, you know, society dictating in the way that I should be or shouldn't be, you know, how to let go of all that and and just, you know, let myself be myself so that I could figure out who that was, you know, and that's a lifelong journey to figuring out who you are. But I think that, you know, it's... um, a great first step is to just allow yourself to be who you really are. And when you start allowing yourself to do that, you know, some of the some of those things that I was doing to poison myself kind of fell by the side because, you know, now that I was allowing myself to try and pursue true happiness, you know, I didn't need these. I didn't need these things anymore. I didn't need that fear. You know, I didn't need those substances. I didn't need that self-doubt anymore because I was trusting myself. So, you know, I share this with you just because, you know, in a hopes that it might be helpful to some of you. And, you know, if you don't need it, I'm very glad. I don't. I hope that no one listens to this and needs to hear these things. But for the people that do, you know, I hope that you you hear this and you realize, you know, that there's people just like you that are going through the same things that don't necessarily know who they are yet or don't necessarily know what they want out of life but you know everything that i think is good in life comes on the other side of fear you know i was i was finally able to let go of a lot of self-doubt once i so i've always always had this childhood fear of bees definitely i'm just like fucking deathly afraid of bees you know like to the point that i like try and trick myself into thinking i'm allergic but I just decided to go confront that fear, you know, and my uncle happened to be a bee herder, bee farmer. So I, I went and, you know, kind of interacted with the bees and and it re- made me realize, you know, not, first of all, not only are bees incredibly important, so we have to cherish them. And, but it made me realize, you know, it was an idea that I was afraid of. I wasn't really afraid of the bees. They're just doing their job, living their lives but I was afraid of the concept. I had made this idea in my mind, that I was afraid of them and that they were, you know, something to be feared. And then when I actually went and faced it, I realized, you know, they're just doing their thing. So all this to say, you know, I want to help encourage people, let go of your fear, let go of your self doubt, let go of these imaginary boundaries and barriers that we set for ourselves and just Let yourself really enjoy your life the way that you choose to. And I think that you'll find a lot of value in just trusting your heart. (laughs) And you know, I I really appreciate the serious nature of some of these episodes and the path that some of these episodes have taken. But I'm really striving to bring it all together with like a light-hearted finale. You know, or just like I want every episode to just have a little bit of, like, I don't give a fuckness to it. And, um, so that's why I included the whole bat and, you know, rat-sized elephant scenario. And so I share these stories of, like, wild, like, animals and islands that may or may not exist because these are the things that make me happy with the idea that there might be an island out there with rodent-sized elephants and elephant-sized rodents, you know, and human-sized bats. I, the, the idea of that is amazing, and I hope that it's real. So I share it with you in hopes to bring some light and some, and some joy into your life, and I'm going to continue to do that with future episodes, so I hope that you enjoy it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and if you do, please like, comment, or subscribe. It would mean the world to me, and regardless of all that, I hope that you're well. I hope that you're happy. And I hope that you keep rocking with me and keep vibing with me. And I'll see you all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another week of Living With Will. And much love to everyone who heard this. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your week.